0: Hey Mike.
1: Hey Kyle. How's it going?
0: Good. How are you?
1: I'm doing well.
0: Good to hear. Yeah. Having a good weekend?
1: Yeah, it was a good weekend. I just wished it was I wish I had 10 hours longer. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, I hear you there. Yeah.
1: I didn't get done as nope. much as I wanted to.
0: Yeah. I had a a lazy weekend where I didn't didn't really do anything I should have. Yeah, so I'll, I'll probably have a lot to catch up on this week.
1: We've been doing the the Saturday movie thing, the the early morning movie, and then lunch, and then by the time we get done, it's like I don't know one or two.
0: Yeah, um, cool. That's, so our whole that's Saturday nice. is that's...
1: like gone, though.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: and uh, but but it's pretty early and uh yesterday was my reading day so i got home and i was like okay i got i got comics to read i hadn't read all week and um so i just sat down and read until like nighttime, and then i finished watching the nun (laughs) (laughs) and and then today today i was podcasting with bill and i god i could have sworn it was like two hours or two and a half hours and by the time we knew it, we were at four and a half hours, and I was like, "What the <laughs> hell happened?" <laughs> I was like, "Who records a four and a half hour podcast?" I mean, God. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: I lose time with him. I I totally lose like, um, where I'm at or wh- the tangents are just insane. That's a good sign, yeah. I think. That's a... well, it is because you can talk like
0: constantly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I it's funny. Um I'll I'll listen to some podcasts where the uh the hosts will, you know, talk about keeping them short because I guess I guess people prefer shorter podcasts like a half hour or less, but I'm the opposite. Like I like long ones.
1: Yeah, so do I. <laughs> like
0: Yeah, I mean, I I like something long that I can listen to because, like, at, at my job, I just, you know, I put my headphones on and I have them on pretty much all day. And yeah. then I just work my headphones on. So long podcasts are, are really nice. Yeah,
1: because then you don't have to switch it out. And I like to go for long walks or long drives. And and that's when I listen. And
2: Oh, I, yeah. Yep.
1: I don't like to have to, like, oh, it ends after 30 minutes and then I have to switch it. I'm like okay what do I switch it to I'm driving (laughs) I'm in the middle of something and I don't understand their complaints because when you're done getting you just stop and then pick up where you left off it doesn't forget where you left off you just
0: right yeah it's I mean if even if it's like a four hour podcast you don't have to sit and listen the whole way through in one sitting you can like you said just stop it and go do something else and then come back to it later.
1: Yeah, because a lot of the podcasts that I personally listen to didn't come out this week, so I go to 11 o'clock comics and they record for two hours, so yeah, it, it's it's pretty long. Sometimes yeah. they're an hour and something, but most of the time they're two hours, and that's that's really the direct, i I like them at least to be 50 minutes. Yeah. Because I can't walk for under 30 minutes. Well, I'm not on the elliptical for under thirty minutes, so I mm-hmm. want something a little longer.
2: Yeah. But that's me. Yep.
1: I, I mean there's other people and then there's people that like they like things formatted. They like oh <laughs> sniffing on the podcast or edit <laughs> edit that out or these pauses or um yeah. why is Mike eating on the podcast while he's talking to Bill? <laughs> Well, I'm hungry, man, and it's four and a half hours. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Why?
0: why are Bill, <laughs> Bill's kids interrupting?
1: Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I really don't. I. Yeah. I just go with the flow. Yeah. Because there yeah, are, I... I, I like people have written me before and say, why is, why is Keith Knudsen farting on the podcast, or why is Eric burping, and I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like if you Good if you stuff. don't like the natural flow of things you could easily go I, I said there's what do you like oh I like DC I would go refer him to Raging Bullets or something like that yeah. go go to a podcast that's more professional I, I I admit I am not professional at all I just hit record and whatever happens yeah. happens and there's only been a couple of DC noise where they said, oh, did I just say that? I better edit it out, and then I'll have to go <laughs> edit something out. But the, with the exception of maybe five podcasts and one unreleased podcast, where Keith was so hammered, I just... <laughs> everything has con- gone out.
2: Yeah. So there's been and very that's...
1: little unedited content, and I... I Personally, I like it unedited. I like when it's just natural conversation. Because then you're like yeah, a I fly so. on the wall listening yeah, to two exactly. people, three people, four people talk. And you it's feel like, it's natural.
0: Yeah, especially those... Uh, I mean, Geek brunches like that, obviously. But um, especially like the old, some of the old dc noise i would feel like i i would feel like i was on the call with you guys you yeah. know <laughs> um, yeah and and those cuz those were amazing cuz i i mean you did not do only...
1: anything though th- it, that that was amazing that was the only podcast i've ever done where i didn't do anything to prep for like yeah. i didn't know what the hell we were talking about there was no like what a, when when Daryl joined? Yeah, we we would talk some DC comics, but when when things got crazy, it stayed crazy, and <laughs> it it was no point in talking about anything. It just yeah, it was the Seinfeld the podcast. It's like just people the, talking.
0: The amazing thing about it, though, and I I even like I thought this back at the time when I was listening. Um, even when you know things would get crazy, the pod, the episodes were so entertaining, and I, I would laugh so much, and <laughs> I almost, I almost got the feeling that it was like a scripted show, you know, <laughs> but I, I knew it wasn't. Um, it just, it, it was, but it, it flowed so well, and. Uh, I think it was just the three of you, uh, your, your personalities just worked really well together.
1: Yeah. It was, it was some good times. And like, sometimes I just laughed so hard that I couldn't breathe. I, I, I literally mm-hmm. was on the floor having like a, yeah. a laughing seizure where I could, it hurt so bad. Like it hurt to laugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those are good. Yeah. Times. And
0: that's, that's uh that's another thing too like hearing you guys laugh made me laugh, you know.
1: Yeah. Maybe we'll do one. I mean, we've been talking a little bit offline and the one time the one time that they said we could get together, it was I was in Albuquerque and I said, "Well, you guys could get together." And it's like, "Nah." And then yeah. So it it's it's like run really hard. And it especially Keith. Like I think me and Daryl will be a little more flexible, but Keith is Keith is busy with his wife and doing things and on Saturday and Yeah. You know, who knows where he'll be
0: <laughs> Yeah, and that's that's understandable. I mean you and Daryl regularly podcast anyways. Yeah. So so you're you're kinda used to making time for it.
1: Right, well, my Sunday morning is the only one that's, like, a guarantee. Like, we do this Sunday night, but uh, that one's every other week, and we've had times where we just can't, either me or yeah. you. Yeah, right. Uh, the the Sunday one is, is kind of my only one, and I usually alternate, but that's the only, like, fixed time I do now. And the Mike M's yeah. is just whenever I have time like I'm in front of the computer or whatever.
2: Mhm.
1: But yeah. uh I guess I just I guess I'm naive and stupid because I just never realized it, it, you know I've been to the Eisner Awards before. I I've actually been in there as they're announcing winners and the nominees and at San mm-hmm. Diego Comic-Con and it, it's pretty awesome. It's like the Academy Awards of comic books. And it's, yeah. it's pretty cool to... You know, people dress up for it. You don't have to. The people that sit at the tables, they're all dressed up, you know, in suits and all that stuff. Yeah. And then there's, like, this this wall, this little gate or whatever that keeps the nominees separated from the fans. And, the, and then the fans, they're in their t-shirts and shorts and whatever mm-hmm. in the back part of the, the room. And uh, I guess I just never realized how unfair it was. I was I was listening to a podcast. It was Collected Comics Library. And because I, I guess you can get become a person that votes if you're a printed, like legitimate um writer. Like hmm. just being a podcaster won't do it. But let's say you write for back issue <clears throat> magazine regularly. I I was oh, okay. listening to Collected Comics Library. And they were going through the nominees, and I was like, oh, but I haven't read it. Oh, I've read this. I've read this Tom King book, but I haven't read the others. I'm going to hmm. vote for this. And I, I was like realizing, well, God, that's not really fair. Yeah. Like I, I I think if I was voting on something, I'd have to at least read all six items so I could fairly choose which one that won. And I guess the yeah. Academy Award like everybody's telling me, Well the Oscars are like that. Well, I think that's kind of bullshit. Because it if is, everybody yeah. watches the same damn movie, then that's what's gonna win. It's not it's not what's best. You know what I mean?
0: Well, and my question would be so what if you only read one comic that was that was in the that specific category and you hated it. What I mean, would you just pick another one at random that you hadn't read?
1: Well, in all fairness, um, when I was listening to Collected Comics Library, Chris was skipping the things that he didn't care about or didn't know about. Yeah. But there there was decisions made, like, I think Mr. Miracle was up. Oh, I read Tom mm-hmm. King's Mr. Miracle. I'll vote for that. But right i didn't read the other stuff and i'm like well you know how how is that the right choice to vote for like yeah i I think if i was voting that i would have at least went digitally at least for the major categories like i don't think i would have voted for kids books or or Mm -hmm. web comics because i don't read them but i i I would have liked to have read uh, or tried like the, the big topics like best comic book, right. Or best mm-hmm. miniseries, best uh, writer, best artist, best colorist. I'd at least like to have seen or read one of each, you know, like just before I made my decision, I would have purposely done it. Yeah. Because I feel I the mean... responsibility that, you know, you're you're offering this a reward, but the person that was nominated, you're not fairly giving them a shot if you didn't read their material.
0: Yeah, and I think that some, obviously, some voters are going to be, um, are, are going to take that same approach and be want to be fair about it. Yeah, but a lot, I would guess, a lot probably aren't and. To me that that just it seems like the the highest selling book that that most of the voters have read are the ones that are going to be voted for, you know.
1: Well, it's not usually the case. Well, it, it I don't know what how who's all part of what. But it usually the winner with the exception of you could kind of predict like the big categories, but some of the other stuff that's real obscure, I have no idea who's going to win. Like when they announce them. I don't even know what half of them were. Mm-hmm. I, when I went to the when I went to the uh um, Eisner's, like one of the one of the comics or books that was out was Stagger Lee. I've never read it. There was mm-hmm. uh Born Chinese or something to that effect. He eventually started writing Superman, the guy who did that. Um I forget what his name is, but um I bought those after you know at the con because I was like, "What are these?" Like I don't even know. I don't even know they existed to tell you the truth, because they're Mm -hmm. not like they're not like Image or they're not uh, they're publishers I I haven't usually heard of. And Stagger Lee was like a big old book. Like I don't even know what it was. I've heard of the song Stagger Lee. I mean, there's that song.
0: Yeah, the folk song. It's
1: a folk song, yeah. So I, I kind of mm-hmm. know what the story is because it tells you the story of Stagger Lee. Yeah. In the song, so I was like, I kind of know what it is, but I haven't seen what it, what it was in comic form. But I, I don't know. It's it's pretty fascinating, I guess. I, I guess I'm naive. I never, I never thought, and I'm sure there are people that do take the time to go watch all the films before they vote.
0: Yeah. I
1: just yeah it does uh people that don't have the time but they're voting so that's yeah a vote. Well, it,
0: it, i i i don't follow the i don't follow the award stuff at all like even like the Eisners I don't pay attention to that but yeah. um as and this is the first time that I'm hearing about this but um i guess as as somebody that's not familiar with it, it just kind of makes me skeptical you know and kind of lose lose a little bit.
1: the winner yeah the best right let's let's say you're just you're just listening to let's just say you're just listening to it to see what the best is and you have enough money to buy the best right right so you you buy the best based on what they pick and it might not be the best (laughs) i mean it might not be that everybody read everything
0: right and a lot of that could be a lot of that could be uh, influenced by, by um, uh, buzz from critics. Because, you know, just, just to use an example, but like Mr. Miracle, for example, by Tom King, um, was really highly praised by critics. Oh, yeah, um,
1: a lot of people. And, it was yeah, and, that... and other people like uh, writers, other writers.
0: Right, and there was just a lot of buzz for it in general. A lot, there was a lot of uh, there were a lot of ads for it. I saw a lot of uh, you know just just a lot. Tweets, it got a lot of exposure. Tweets,
1: like the day the trade came out, like it was a lot of people tweeting about it.
0: Right. So so, I guess as a you know if if I was a voter and that was all that I had read. Yeah. From whatever category it was in, you know?
1: Uh-huh.
0: And, and that was all that I read. Obviously, that's what I'm going to vote for, you know? Yeah. Whether or, or not...
1: Or, 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 like, let's let's say you're in a category that you didn't witness anything, but you just know their name, and you're like, oh, I met that person at a con. I'll right. vote for them. Yeah. But yeah. you didn't really read the material that was there. Yeah,
0: Yeah, and and i think that i mean regardless either either way like no matter who wins a very talented and deserving person is winning either way so yeah. <laughs> cuz i mean all the you know all the nominees are are amazing and do amazing work so it i mean I don't they're, think... they're
1: they're they're all winners but is the true winner the really w- the real winner i guess is the right the yeah
0: yeah exactly
1: I don't see any of the nominees that don't seem legit <laughs> like, yeah I don't see a lot of the crap I read even in there but <laughs> I I read a lot of stuff and I think it's I like it
2: mm-hmm. but
1: I don't know it, it'll either appeal to nobody or it just appeals to me for whatever reason but um yeah, yeah I just thought it was interesting i i it I is yeah I was just listening to something and I was like, Well that's weird
0: <laughs> yeah it that is very interesting i mean i I guess who would who would even be able to enforce um you know whether or not a voter has read everything
1: mm-hmm. so I tried these potato chips today. They were supposed to be, like, Canada's number one flavor.
0: Oh, I saw the, I saw your tweet, uh, The I was, those ruffles. I was,
1: yeah, I was let down because I was, like, this is, it says, all dressed, number yeah. one flavor in Canada. What does this yeah. mean? Check out the back. So it kind of describes it, but it uses words, like, tangy, sweet. I mean, like. That can mean like anything to me, you know. Yeah. So I'm like, I have to buy these. I have to try it. This is Canada's (laughs) number one flavor. Yeah. And uh, we have just had some gelato. Usually that's a routine on Sundays. Go to Target, go grocery shopping, and then Mm -hmm. get a gelato afterwards because there's a gelato place there. And uh, I like gelato more than ice cream because it just. It's lighter, like it just feels – plus there's yeah. they're, they're more fruity. Like you can get lime and blueberry and all kinds of – and it yeah, has real, real fruit in it, you know?
0: Yeah, and sometimes you don't – or at least for me, like sometimes I don't feel too great after eating ice cream.
1: Yeah, that well, yeah, it ha- it's made differently, so it's not – it doesn't uh. affect your – if you're like more lactose intolerant, which I'm. I'm sort of borderline – Like, yeah, I'm at the cusp where, yeah, I can drink a glass of milk, but I don't want to go see a three hour movie if I'm doing it. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, I don't want to
1: go see uh, Avengers or something, you know? (laughs) (laughs) But a gelato doesn't affect my stomach at all.
0: It's like, it's more refreshing, too.
1: Yeah. But I, I had to get these chips. So my, my palate was sort of like at a neutral palate when I tasted it. And I was like, wow, this is really like – it's like a tangy vinegar barbecue. And it reminds me of like yeah. Carolina. Like, I am, not, I am not a big fan of Carolina barbecue. Like people love it. But mm-hmm. to me, I, I didn't grow up with that. I'm from the West. So I, I tend yeah. to – my favorite type of barbecue is Oak, – Oak, uh, Can, is it Oklahoma? It's Oklahoma barbecue. But uh, I like hmm. Kansas barbecue and Texas barbecue. So but Oklahoma being the, like the favorite barbecue sauce. And if I go out east, they tend to have more of a vinegar-type taste to it. And yeah. I, I do not like that. and I, And I think it's because when I was a kid – um, my grandmother, I'd be burning a fever, right? Well, she used mm-hmm. this old trick, and I I don't know if it helped or not, but she'd dice up a like a potato, and she would soak it in vinegar and put it on my forehead to like cool the the fever, and oh. I used to just think it stunk, like <laughs> yeah, I I just I I don't know if I associated being sick, you know, like with vinegar in a, a strong yeah, smelling vinegar. So like when I see vinegar like strong vinegar in a barbecue sauce, I'm like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: yeah. And see I'm I, I like all kinds of barbecue, but I uh I'm I really like the the vinegar flavor in, in different things. So that's but the the car- I, you
1: would I, love like Carolina or you know North oh, or yeah. South Carolina barbecue.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. They even and have like I, a
1: mustard one down south. Like it's a mustard based, yeah, uh, barbecue yeah. sauce.
0: Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really into like the, the, the tangy kind of stronger.
1: You might like these chips, then, stuff. because to oh, me, I do.
0: Yeah, I've had them.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a tangy that. It yeah, was a good, good description in the back because it's like a tangy, vinegary barbecue. But but to me it yeah. has like a ketchup. I don't know. There's some weird uh flavor in there that makes it a little bit different than just a straight barbecue. And I like barbecue chips, but this is definitely mm-hmm. more tangy than any barbecue chip I've ever had.
0: And see what I think it what I think it is is um at least the, the impression I got, like when I had those chips, um I think the big like wh- I think where that came from is like the is is people just kind of taking a bunch of different ingredients and like mixing them together to make a like a sauce or yeah. a, you know like a flavor like that and I think that's kind of where it how it came about in Canada.
1: Well on the cover on the the chip bag it looks like a barbecue tube of some sort and then it yeah. looks like it has like cayenne pepper or some like <laughs> pepper off to the right and then mm-hmm. it has like a bottle of vinegar off in the foreground <laughs> so it, it, <laughs> I I don't know what that is, secret and then maybe one or two other ingredients I, I just have no idea what they are
0: yeah no, I but, think you're right. I think it's a uh, it's a really vinegary ketchup mixed with barbecue. I think yeah. that's the that's like the perfect description of the flavor.
1: But they recently came out with like the cheddar jalapeno chip, and that one I really like.
0: Yeah, I haven't that, had that one. That
1: one, but I am a sucker for jalapenos. Like that. that yeah, is. That that. is you, you give me a banana pepper, or a jalapeno, or a chili. And I'm just, oh, like, yeah. in heaven. So, um, <laughs> yeah, that's that was my ruffle of, of choice rate lately when they come up with the new flavors. I like to try the flavors, to tell you the truth.
0: I do, too. I yeah. If I see a new one, I'll usually get it.
1: Yeah, yeah, like, Barb is... We've gotten the pickle one before.
0: I'm trying to think of oh. the one... Oh, so maybe my favorite one, and I've only... I only saw it for a real brief period of time, and this was a couple years ago. It was um, it was uh, like a beer-battered onion ring flavor. Oh, really? In the Ruffles. Yeah, it was amazing. And I only had it like twice maybe, and then yeah. they were gone, and I wasn't able to find them. So they, I think it must have been like a regional thing.
1: Yeah, they right now they ha there's another beer battered cheddar uh, chip that my that Barb likes a lot. Oh um, yeah, uh, I've I'm, had those. I'm not those are good. Cra- yeah, those ones were um, they weren't ruffles though.
0: Yeah, um, they're, it's uh, the, the it's kettle, a kettle chips. Kettle yeah, cooked. it's the kettle
1: yeah. yeah the kettle chip. Yep, I like a kettle chip, but they are they're not as crispy. They're like a harder crisp. yeah it's strange
0: it's it i i I like them healthier for you probably yeah which is why it's not quite as good as the other one (laughs) yeah
1: anything (laughs) i'll throw more grease on there and i'm happy
0: (laughs) they didn't fry it as long
1: yeah (laughs) or they use a different healthier oil or something um Mm -hmm. but who knows that's enough chip talk but um I don't know. That's just some random stuff.
0: Yeah, no. I, that, I'm, a, I'm a big chip. I'm a big chip guy myself. So. I
1: am, I am too. I I just wish I was not as fat, so I could eat a whole bag of chip. Because the one thing, <laughs> the the one thing about chips, is they're like an addictive thing. Like if you oh, if yeah. you like a flavor, it's easy. It is so easy to down a whole bag, like and just well, not if, know it.
0: In the bags, like there's just not much in there. And... Well, it's
1: like. It's half full. Like, if the bag is this big, it's half full of chips all the time. Yeah. Unless you get a bag of Cheetos, man, they seem full. (laughs) I mean, they they (laughs) always seem full.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it must be a weight thing.
1: Well, Barb is going to try the chip right now. I I wanted her to try the chip to tell her if it tasted like a vinegar uh, barbecue. Try yeah. it, Barb. <clears throat> I yeah, don't my... hate. It. I don't hate it. I'll finish the bag. I like. I like it. It's just <laughs> different. it's not my favorite.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah my uh, my kids like those that kind too, and yeah. Like one of them asked me one day, like, what kind of chips they were, and I, instead of explaining it, I was just like, "Oh, they're barbecue chips."
1: That's a good explanation, I think. Although Martin argued, he said they were vinegar taste to him. And I think there's totally a barbecue taste to them.
0: Well, yeah, it is a strong kind of vinegar flavor to it. But it's got the...
1: Well, Barb, don't like it. But what what do you think it tastes close to, if you had to guess? What? Ketchup. (laughs) That was my description. Yeah, ketchup barbecue. <laughs> yeah, it's more uh, t- tang. I guess that's where you get the tanginess or something. Mm-hmm. A tangy ketchup. All right. Well, we we we, uh, we picked. You picked a really good book. I don't know if you just like hit hit my right mood cuz I, I i read i read it over mother's day weekend and the irony of the story is it has to do with the mother like it is yeah like it was so ironic and i i i don't know i i don't remember him being such an asshole like <laughs> i yeah. would, it portrayed him in a really dark light like it was very humane cuz it explained like okay here's adam right And he's got, Mm -hmm. he had this rough upbringing where he was the last child and he wasn't supposed to be born. Like, I guess he was like the surprise kid. Like, oops, you know, that wasn't supposed to happen.
0: And his parents were older too.
1: Yeah. And he had a sister uh, in the middle and an older brother. And it it kind of developed that relationship. And it it did, did it for a reason because... Uh Sardath developed a new a uh, Zeta beam. It's called the Mega Zeta Beam. Mm-hmm. And what it'll allow him to do is he he won't have to return to Earth every so often like he does with the Zeta beam. He can stay on Ran. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that was pretty incredible.
0: Yeah, this uh Yeah, he, he really uh so the to me, like, the, the, first, the first issue, it was really slow. Um, mm. And just, uh, I mean, there was a, just a ton of dialogue and not really a whole lot of action.
1: Um, well, the whole thing didn't have a hell of a lot of action.
0: Right, right. It, it was, was it, more it was of a more, drama.
1: Yeah, it was totally a drama. And man yeah. I I really think when it came down to it it was a stronger book about relationships yeah p- parental relationships all all around the board yeah. and but it got me so excited like I I guess I didn't realize the tweak on I forgot I I had read this a long time ago and mm-hmm. I totally forgot that he left when she was pregnant. Like, I forgot. She was pregnant at this time. He left. And and this is a time when Ran couldn't have babies. So it was like a big deal. Okay, now they could have babies. And I I think there was a writer that introduced it because I did some research on it. I don't remember what issue it was or who did it. But before this, Ran became... So they weren't fertile. They couldn't breed anymore. So they just because of the
0: radiation.
1: Yeah, this aging population, (laughs) and when Adam got there, Sardath was like, "Holy crap, we can repopulate." Mm -hmm. So he 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 almost was thinking about him as a sperm machine. Yeah. And, and, And the interesting about Sardath, in every series I've ever read about him, I never get the feeling that I could trust the guy.
0: Like yeah,
1: he always feels like uh oh he's got his own agenda. What is he doing? He reminds me of uh, um, Metamorpho's um, oh, what's his name? Sapphire's oh. father.
0: Uh, uh Simon
1: Stagg. Yeah, he reminds yeah. me of him. Like just just this father that is kind of gonna go after whatever he wants and doesn't care about how it affects his daughter or or anybody he's yeah. very one-sided one-minded and this and the only difference is um he's more of a science guy whereas uh, stag is more of a business guy
0: yeah and th- he's he's so smart that he's just kind of cold towards people yeah, just not not very good with relationships, I guess.
1: Oh, you guess he uh yeah. he threw out his, his wife and his the mother of his <laughs> yeah. his own only child. He he yeah. he sent her off to the the Netherlands like uh you you can't be part of Iran anymore. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> I mean that's the kind of guy he is. Yeah. Not only that. I didn't realize that this son of a bitch cloned himself and formed like <laughs> the this, council <laughs> The council of himself.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> he didn't want yeah. anybody in the council. He just cloned himself.
0: I did think it was funny that the whole council looked like him. I'm like, why are all these guys bald and they all look like Sarda. Yeah,
1: I didn't know until they explicitly said it. I was yeah. Like, I why does the artist drawing them all like exactly the same? <laughs>
0: it's like you have to you have to be a bald, skinny guy in order to be a part of the council.
1: <laughs> you have to look just like him. <laughs> you, if you wanted to be all... part, if you aspire the, the... to it, shave your head, <laughs> lose a lot of weight. <laughs>
0: The funny thing is, though, like they're his clones, but they all seem completely incompetent without him, you know?
1: Yeah, they don't seem. I, I purposely think he made him he cloned them that way, though.
0: Cloned it's... him to be stupid. So, and...
1: well, he wants them to be undecisive so he can make the decisions. He didn't want yeah. any other alpha. Yeah,
0: because they couldn't do anything without his decision.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was just an incredible like soap opera. Yeah, it might have been a little boring, but it just hit me like at the right time. I think it had to do with Mother's Day. You pick something that I was like, "Holy crap, she's having her baby, and now he's leaving." Like, he he's leaving because he has to, but he's saying goodbye. He goes back. His sister's taking care of his father. This was real. This was real. Like. Yeah, Like a family that has a sick father and the siblings are trying to take, you know, decide who's going to take care of the father and mm-hmm. hopefully all the siblings will help. <laughs> but in this case, Adam would just go off and they didn't know where to find him. To yeah. Say, hey, we need some help. Can you help with our dad? And uh, I don't even know and... where the brother was.
0: I thought that he I thought it said that he had died.
1: Oh, he died. Okay.
0: I thought that's what it said in the first issue.
1: I forgot that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought at least. I think he died. So it died. was just
1: him and his sister and he yeah. was gone the whole time and his sister had to take care of the father cuz the mother was gone. And
0: Yeah. Uh, and then when Adam was around, he was uh, with that nurse or that doctor.
1: Oh, I, I so thought he was going to have an affair, and I was like, "How can this guy be like that when his wife is there, getting yeah. ready to have a baby?" I mean, well, the
0: only he was going to the only thing that stopped him was that phone call saying that his his dad passed away.
1: That's right. That's right. And there was enough like. Um, chemistry between them that she followed him back to Rand later on <laughs> I mean
0: Oh yeah, she was obsessed.
1: Yeah. Cuz she She's, found the uh, book with yeah. the coordinates and where the zeta beam was going to be and yeah. she wanted to be with Adam and he didn't like lead her on I mean he didn't like tell her well I have someone else and you know he he, he led her on. He did he, he could have been honest. Yeah. Oh, I have a wife and she's gonna have a baby he didn't have to say I'm from another world <laughs> I mean, he could have just yeah. said that and be done with it right <laughs> but he didn't
0: yeah he yeah he he really looked bad in this uh and then and then when his uh when his baby was born he he didn't want any part of it
1: yeah if it wasn't it's, for the doctor the doctor's like crap this is yeah. your, your baby this is your daughter and
2: <laughs> yeah. that's when he
1: finally like said I'll pick her up but I, I was just amazed and and it's weird because he also goes back to Ran and then gets like knocked out and then he's in the world where his mother is and he meets his mother for the I mean not his mother but Alana's mother yeah. for the first time and she's kind of like a rebel group out there, that because they were they were uh, what what is the word when you get sent exiled. away exiled exiled yeah they were exiled yeah. from Ran yeah because she probably wanted to think for herself
0: <laughs> yeah. Sardath
1: can't have that
0: yeah and Adam just... uh Adam almost killed Sardath when he when he uh beamed back to Ran because he. Well, had like a hallucination or something while he was beaming back.
1: Right. It was an effect of the mega Zeta beam that nobody told him about. Yeah. And then there's that other science officer with the, I mean, the police officer guy with the rocket pack that always wanted, was jealous of Adam and kind of wanted to get with Alana. Yeah. And didn't think much of Adam as he was, an earth person, you know, an outsider, and, and
0: Ran he, loved him.
1: Yeah, Ran loved him. He was the <laughs> hero of Ran. So this really kind of portrayed him in like a different light, I think, like mm-hmm. not a not a positive light. Yeah, for definitely. For sure. But man, it, um, I don't know. It just hit 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 the spot. Like wicked. I I just uh, I I became so fascinated. I went on to Google. And I was like <laughs> where does this go? Because it left it like oh crap. Yeah. Well now this woman from Earth is there with Adam. They're oh. two earthlings there. They can't populate, but they're two there's a man and woman that can procreate. Like And they
0: and they have a history together.
1: Right. But and they could start populating Ran. <laughs> they could. Yeah. So I, like, I was so curious. I was like, what the hell's going on? So I found out that the story continued in JLA. But before oh, that, it continues in Green Lantern 74 and 75 with Kyle. So I, huh. did, I, I didn't get to the JLA Mark Wade issue, but I did get to read uh, 74 and 75 Of Green Lantern and uh, it does mention like Adam with just the baby like it Uh Lana is still gone and I'm like oh that's pretty incredible and Ran Mm. is again being overtaken it does mention the the radiation as well and uh, Ran being overtaken by I think his name is Graven the son of Darkseid who's also been uh abandoned as a child because you know well he has calabac as a son and mm-hmm. orion but this this guy i guess he just did like the zeus thing he went to a planet uh dark had sex with a woman got her pregnant and then graven was born and and then he never had a father and he just wants to prove to his father he can conquer a bunch of worlds so the first world he chooses is ran you and...
0: Mean dark dark side wasn't a good enough father to him.
1: Uh, he <laughs> he didn't he didn't like acknowledge <laughs> Graven as a son. Like he yeah. he just left. So Graven wants to prove himself by attacking a planet and killing his father. Like he's the kind of son that is like, once I prove myself, I want to kill my father and then take over Apocalypse. Yeah. So that that was his approach. So he's on Ran, and they're they're kicking ass. They have like these star destroyers, and they're getting ready to kill everybody. But the dark stars are there. Hmm. And at this time, Donna Troy's a dark star, and she's like, "Holy crap, I need to go get some help." You know, all that's on the ground are a few dark stars and Adam Strange. And at mm-hmm. this time, they've they've destroyed the, the dark stars source of power, kind of like the power battery. Mm-hmm. Um, but their suits, selective suits have like this backup thing where they can, they they can still power up, but it, they're, they're not, they're no longer like they used to be a core. There's yeah. just selective dark stars that can participate. Uh, Donna is like, Holy crap. I got to go back to earth. And if you know Kyle used to, Kyle and Donna used to be a thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So uh she they go back and I need help and I want I want to find some uh, Titans and Kyle's like, "Well, nobody's here. Nobody's here from the Justice League. You just got me." And uh I will help you. And she goes, "Isn't it awkward cuz you know we were a thing and you know all this relationship stuff." And he's like, "I don't care about that. We'll work on that later. I'll I'll go help you." And then he goes back to help them. Um, keep them from destroying Ran and Adam Strange is there, so Adam Strange doesn't have a big role, but it does mention stuff that was continued from here.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. That's uh, yeah, that's really cool.
1: Well, it's fascinating because also this is at a time when Donna Troy um decides there, there's two Dark Stars that actually decide to stop being Dark Stars.
2: So mm-hmm. there's only,
1: like, that Colin guy or whatever his name is, the main guy that started the book, and mm-hmm. um, a few others. Uh, there's one of those creatures that's just a big head. Like, you always have one of those as a Green Lantern. <laughs> there's a Red Lantern that has that. They have that big head and those little arms coming out. Yeah. Well, there was, yeah. a, there was a controller Darkstar star. <laughs> That was like that. You know, there's only a handful. There's only like four or five left at the end of this book. A lot of hmm. them got killed, too, by Graven and the uh, the soldiers he brought. Hmm. But they end up saving Ran. But what I was really looking for is where's this Earth woman? I was hoping there'd be like some yeah. mention... Um, does
0: she stay or does she go back to Earth?
1: Well, from what I understand, okay, is that Alana shows back in JLA and then there's no explanation of it. Like, she yeah. really is back, but nobody says why she's back. And that, right. that, that fascinates me because that's what I want to read. And the, the the cool thing about this is these stories are all on the DC Universe Online.
0: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I'll have to I'm going to have to track those down, those yeah. and read those. Yeah, that's what I love about this app. Um I mean, we've had the, you know, we've had Marvel Unlimited for a long time and the whole time I've been just, you know, we've all been waiting for a DC one and now it's finally here. Yeah. But you can yeah, it's awesome cuz you can just read whatever you want whenever the mood strikes.
1: Yeah. And that that was cool cuz as soon as I was I was actually in New Mexico and I had my iPad and I was like, "Oh, I just finished this." And then I just started Googling Adam Strange and I mm-hmm. went on the Wikipedia and I started reading a lot of the history. And I'm like, huh, it continues in JLA. And they kind of, and Alana shows up. I'm like, okay, I'm going to read JLA. Well, guess what? I go to the JLA comic. I read two pages in. And then it's got one of those editor's notes. And I'm like, oh, this is awesome. And it says, <laughs> see Green Lantern 74 and 75. And I'm like, nice. holy hell, I'm going back. I'm going to skip. I'm not going to read this JLA issue. I'm going to go back and read what they're referencing. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, "Oh, awesome. it's on the app. I can read it." It was like this yeah. is awesome.
0: Yeah, that's that's another great thing. Like all this pretty much all the the modern stuff has been added, you know? Like the the 90s up till you know, what like a year ago.
1: Yeah. And the thing is, is the one thing that we didn't mention about the Adam Strange is that on <laughs> RAN, there's a huge uprising going on right now, too. There's a bunch yeah. of people that, it seems like they're just sick of doing nothing. Like
0: They're, they're sick of Sardath, too. Yeah, Sardath. <laughs> and then the...
1: they don't have jobs. I mean, people, it's almost like Magnus the Robot Fighter, where machinery yeah. and science has sort of taken over. And people can't even, like, do anything. Like, they they feel useless in society. And this rebellion is kind of like, screw this. Let's just take over. And it's led by a woman um, who, yeah. who looks like she was having an affair with that, sci- with that uh, space police guy. And uh, she was married. And <laughs> she goes back to her husband. He's like, I want nothing to do with you. I saw you on the news. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> shuts the door on her. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and then she she gets like disintegrated by the 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 Z- Zerids or whatever. Yeah. Um. But the, I was gonna say like this book really when I was reading this. Um. I think most of it is the art style, but it really made me think of Magnus the yeah. robot Valiant, fighter. Yeah. yeah series
1: especially the scenes with the rebellion, like they're, they're like society has machines and everything else working for it. And the whole mm-hmm. city's computerized. And these people are kind of just going through motions of doing nothing. Like, yeah, and they just got sick of it. You know, it was, it, it was really good. Um, this, this hit the spot. I don't know if it hit the spot for you as much as it did for me, but I am so glad you picked it. I, It it, it must have been like just Mother's Day timing and me not knowing what a creep he was during this time. It fascinated me. (laughs) Changes like weird stuff like this, just subtle, it it fascinates me because I just didn't remember him being so dark. You know, people, there's changes affect people different ways. For me, it's like a, a fantastic part of history to change things up. And mm-hmm. for other people, it's like, well, that's not my Adam Strange. He's a hero. <laughs> and they get all mad. <laughs> but uh, I I, I, He's I really don't. He's not a creep. <laughs> He's not a creep. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: but his, history tells you otherwise. Because in my mind, all continuity matters. You know, whether you got there through yeah. Flashpoint and you're on a different timeline or whatever, and all the multiverses. All that stuff happened in my mind. Like it's not like you're, you're yeah. you say that's not in continuity. Well, it is in my mind, it is. <laughs> yeah, and
0: that it it made me I don't know why, but um so I thought of this earlier today. Um I don't know what made me think of it, but recently I read the uh I recently read the um the trade, uh collecting all of the <clears throat> the Superman Blue issues.
1: Yeah, where
0: he oh, nice. was, uh, like electrical powered. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And I remember that being a huge uproar.
1: Um, oh, yeah, um,
0: amongst comic fans. And I like I read it. I thought it was amazing. I thought it was such a breath of fresh air for Superman.
1: Yeah,
0: and. Just like you just said, like it should all be part of continuity, and it's great to have changes like that to characters it is. because otherwise things just it gets, get
1: it gets stagnant. It gets, yeah. I don't want to read in the in the there's a movie I love. It's called Parenthood, um, and there's a line in there with the old woman because the old woman says, you know, when I was married, I didn't like to ride the merry-go-round because everything's the same. And I like the roller coasters. And, and what she was getting at is like life is full of ups and downs. And right. instead of having this life that's stagnant, she'd prefer one that has its highs and lows yeah. because it, it times change. And that's the way I feel about comic books. Like,
2: Mm-hmm. I don't want
1: things to be the same. I don't want mm-hmm. Superman to always be heroic. I, if you, if you turn him evil for a while, like with some kryptonite, like, like in Superman three, yeah. that's my yeah. shit. You know, I'm like, <laughs> oh wow, Superman's getting it on. You know, he's ready to have <laughs> sex on the Statue of Liberty. It's like, holy crap. Or you yeah. got a flighting Clark Kent in a garbage dump, you know? I, I am really <laughs> fond of Superman 3 for so many reasons. And I think it's mostly because when I grew up with Superman, it was the Silver Age, and there were no rules. Yeah. I, I mean, they there was so much crazy stuff going on. They had all kinds of different colors of kryptonite. Superman yeah. would go into space in one issue, be back down on Earth on another issue. It It was just changing in the way i look at superman 3 yeah it's got a campiness with richard Pryor, and the effects aren't up to they didn't have as much money as they did with one and two but it's it's like it is like bronze age silver age superman like it is just Mm -hmm. I, i i love it so much like I admit it's not the best Superman film. I'm not telling you it's the best. For me, it's the most rewatchable, entertaining film uh, of Superman, just because of what it is. Like Mm -hmm. you got to see Superman get drunk at a bar and hit (laughs) hit peanuts into the window, go have some sex and, and,
2: and
1: and just be like this rotten person because he got exposed to this kryptonite that Richard Pryor made. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it, you don't see that kind of stuff so much anymore. You do see a darker Superman like in Man of Steel. It's not all hope and right. glory like, like you meant to see. I like to see change, though.
0: Yeah, and, and my thing with... Uh, yeah, because, I mean, with these characters, the world that we live in is changing, so yeah. the characters have to change, too. Um right. Like with with man of steel i mean he's the he's the modern superman you know that's uh-huh. it's a darker world it's a a little bit darker superman
1: yeah this yeah, this,
0: I, this i agree
1: if Changes, i was if i was dc right great. now i i think i would look at adam strange as a film property like this could be like a sci-fi world like a Ran Thanagar type war I mean you could start off on Ran and it could lead to like mm-hmm. this Hawkman and oh yeah I mean you could build yeah, so much off of that it could
0: be like a it could be like a, a new Star Wars type yeah type, uh, epic
1: it could I, and yeah. I, li- I like the fact that there's this human guy who's sort of like an archaeologist but he he's an ordinary guy that just goes mm-hmm. to this planet and becomes heroic because of the situation. And I think a lot of his situation is this planet just becomes weird. Like, yeah. machines take It's like if you're Magnus, right? You know, like, mm-hmm. you get lazy. The, the, that movie WALL-E is like that too, that Disney film where people oh, just yeah. get fat and they don't <laughs> care and they're in front of the TVs and... They don't want to walk anymore. <laughs> and it, it, th- that's what Ran was. Mm-hmm. And then Adam Str- and they couldn't protect themselves from invaders because they forgot how. Yeah. So if their science yep. couldn't do it, if Sardath couldn't invent this like shield or, or laser, somebody had to do it and Adam Strange coming from where he where he was, he could do that.
0: Yeah, and the and people didn't
1: know how to adapt at that time.
0: Yeah, and See, as soon as they lose Sardath, they they all go crazy, and they no nobody wants to make a decision.
1: Yeah, this this, this just wanted me to explore more Adam Strange, and I don't have. I I think I bought the Omnibus. There's like an omnibus of Adam Strange, and I really, I have it. <laughs> I just haven't read it, and I really want to dig into it just to see. I want to explore the world because all my Adam Strange has been from like Justice League. Like he appeared in a couple issues of like the twenty cent Justice League. That's where I first got exposed to hmm. uh, Adam Strange. Like I, the cover's real iconic because I bought it at a drugstore. And I, mm-hmm. I remember Adam Strange, and I remember looking at his costume. Because when you're a kid, costumes are striking. Like, oh, you yeah, that's
0: what you, you remember.
1: You, yeah, you do not care like what the power base is, but you look at the costume, and you're like, oh, that's badass. He's got oh, a yeah. rocket pack and a gun. And, and who cares about that, really? You have a guy with a power ring and a guy that can run really fast, but he, you got this guy with a rocket pack and a gun, and I'm like, holy crap. That's a different character. You, that looks cool.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, I'll I'll tell you what, like growing up, yeah, I mean the costume was everything. Cause like for me, um the like my favorite like Marvel characters were based on the the costume. costume like design. I, I loved uh I loved Nighthawk.
1: And, oh my God, and, Nighthawk has one of. I, I am shocked and, you said that because he, I think he has one of the best costumes in comics.
0: Yeah, I loved Nighthawk and Moon Knight just because yeah. of their costumes. And yeah, and I had no idea who the character Nighthawk was, but I just yeah. loved it the costume.
1: Oh God, yeah. I. You get me. You give me Kyle Richmond. I have some stories to tell you. This isn't a Marvel podcast, but I love Kyle Rich. I love <laughs> Nighthawk. I just bought yeah. his action figure, and I don't buy a lot of action figures now because I'm more into the comics. But I yeah. love Nighthawk's costume so much that they had the Marvel Legends just release a uh, Nighthawk, and oh, I had sweet. to get it. Oh sweet! I not seen that. Yeah, I bought it. And I I don't have like I have all the Eagle Moss DC, but I have only a select few. Marvel and Nighthawk is one of them. <laughs> I just love him so, because cool. he's like, uh, if you ever get a chance, read early Defenders, because he's such a anti-hero that w- he's a rich guy that wants to be a hero, but's not yeah. very good at it.
0: Yeah, I've 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 read some of the that Defender stuff. Yeah, he's not he's... very
1: good at it, and it, it he makes poor decisions. Like, <laughs> I've never seen a hero do some stupid things like he's done.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, he killed his girlfriend, drunk driving.
0: Yeah, 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 I remember that. Yeah, yeah, he
1: he did some crazy stuff, and then later on, he's just throwing a temper tantrum, and he drops a building on a little girl. I mean, I, it's like, what the hell is this? This guy's yeah. not heroic, and then he's filthy rich, so he thinks he could buy his way out of things.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: he, I think he tried to pay off. Okay, at at this point, and I I know this, this is totally off tangent, but he was trying to buy away of valkyrie's husband because valkyrie valkyrie absorbed the body of this woman called barbara something or another i can't remember her last name and -hmm. her husband is always in the comic because he's trying to get valkyrie to love him again you know you're my wife we had a great relationship but because valkyrie went in her body she doesn't remember him anymore so so Kyle's in in the mansion. They always hang out at Doctor Strange mansion. He's like, I got lots of money. I'm just gonna buy him out. You know, he's like, if I give you this much money, will you leave? <laughs> it's like crazy yeah. stuff. Yeah, I don't know. He's fascinating, and his costume is just God. It's striking.
0: Yeah, it is. I I was just I just looked up that figure. That figure looks cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's funny that you mentioned him, though, because that is one of my favorite Marvel costumes of all time.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: And I think that's why one of the reasons I was drawn to the Defenders, because you had the Hulk. Doctor Strange has a really good costume. Um, oh, yeah. And they were just a team that didn't even belong. I was always attracted to teams that shouldn't be teams, like the <laughs> Champions and... The Defenders, because Ghost Rider yeah. is one of the best-looking characters I have ever seen in comics. You know, a guy with a flaming skull riding a motorcycle.
0: Yeah, that you've got the motorcycle. You you had the motorcycle with fire and yeah. the 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 skull. That's yeah. everything a kid wants right there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I bought that uh, figure, too. I didn't even know he had one. And and I was just on Amazon one day looking at Marvel Legends figures. And I'm like, wow, they have this motorcycle uh, set up with Ghost Rider and Wolverine. And I was like, I have to have it. You know, I bought both of them.
0: Yeah, I remember you posting a picture of that one. That's a cool, yeah. uh, cool looking figure. I have
1: that one I... at work. And I, I absolutely love it.
0: Yeah, I really like those Marvel Legends figures. They look cool.
1: You can pose them in so many positions. Like, yeah. When I'm stressed out at work, I will I will use uh, a Marvel Legends figure like a fidget spinner. Yeah. I'll try to get it to stand up. <laughs> I'll like twirl it around in this weird position, and I'm like, I wonder if I could get, a, get, him get, to get it to stand up. <laughs> And like last weekend when I was leaving work, I'm like, you know what? I haven't moved these figures in a while, so I like posed Gwenpool like moving, like <laughs> like like running away from Wolverine as he's trying to <laughs> and, That's um, awesome. Yeah, I, I I do crazy shit like that. <clears throat>
0: You have a bad day at work and you have a uh, this terrible murder scene on your desk yeah, when desk. you leave.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's weird cuz a lot of the characters I have have weapons. I have uh um Ghost Rider who's got like this ch- flaming chain that he can swing yeah. at people. I got Gwenpool who has two swords. I got Wolverine who has these two claws. Um I have uh Jason Voorhees with this like a assortment of weapons. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean I wonder what people must think.
0: Well, I it's funny that you mentioned that too because I just got uh um I I'll I'll I'm not like huge into toys but I'll randomly buy stuff that yeah, I think that's looks
1: kind of cool. what I
0: what I but I just, I recently got this, um, one of the Marvel uh, mystery mini figures. And it uh-huh. was a, it was a Punisher and he's holding, he's holding two pistols. And, um, is it one of the I,
1: smaller ones?
0: Yeah, it's a small in the box, one.
1: the mystery box. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's a small, it's like, I don't know, like two inches tall or something. Yeah, And they have he's, big he's, heads. Yeah, yeah. They have the big heads. Um but yeah, he's holding two pistols and I'm and I put all those like I have a bunch of those figures on my desk at work also. <laughs> and like this one I was like, oh, well, I'll take this to work." And then I thought about it and I was like, "Is it I mean, am I allowed to have something like this at work yeah. where he's got t- he's got two guns?"
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, Cuz I, I mean, to... these
0: aren't it's different to have like some, you know, like a space blaster
2: yeah. or
0: something like that. But then you have something that's actually real, where you True. know, offices are getting shot up yeah, and schools yeah. are getting shot up.
1: Well, and... One of the things I wanted to take to work was a Punisher thing. I have this, this cloth-based poster of a Mike Zek Punisher. It, it's mm. a very classic cover image, and I was like, oh, I better not take that to work. Because he's like against a wall and he's firing pistols like boom, yeah. boom, 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 boom.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, so, I, so most I, of my probably. characters
1: have swords. um, yeah. But I do have, what was the other one I have out there? Oh, the only one that doesn't have a weapon is Dazzler.
2: <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I've
1: always been, I've always liked her costume from the disco era because it just, yeah. it's so weird. And she's got roller skates for Christ's sake. So like I have her her at my desk as well. And and DC does you know, they have great figures, but they're not as, as posable and well put together as the Marvel ones.
0: Well, and also in my experience, the uh the D C ones are harder to find. Like yeah, they're harder they to are. get. Um they are. I do like the uh I do like the DC. Um, I think it's the icon series. Yeah. Um, the one
1: with the build a figure sort of thing.
0: Um, I don't think the ones I have are the build a figure ones, but like I have a, I have a Batman who he's got the, he's got the gray and blue suit, um, which is my favorite. It's like yeah. the Norm Bra- Norm Bray Fogel era. Yeah. Um, blue suit and then i've got a flash that came with the cosmic treadmill
1: oh wow i've never seen that one
0: um they're awesome they're just like the the marvel legends figures where like even their wrists move like every every part of them moves um they're just they're really sweet
1: yeah that that cosmic treadmill flash sounds interesting
0: yeah, the uh unfor- so I've unfortunately the for some reason like my my kids are obsessed with playing with that treadmill.
2: Yeah. And they
0: <laughs> they've sna- like snapped the railing off of it. <laughs> oh <laughs> <laughs> so it's half of a treadmill right now. <laughs> <laughs> so he looks a little sad.
1: But,
2: yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that was a a wicked tangent, but you yeah. brought up Nighthawk and I had to had to mm-hmm. put my two cents in because you picked a character that I another like DC characters are like Mister Miracle. I've always liked I've always liked his color scheme and his design mm-hmm. and that the discs that he floats on. Like it just looks. Oh yeah. It always was like striking to me as a kid looking at that. Um, Firestorm was the other one, like the flame. I, I guess I have this thing for flaming heads.
0: <laughs> well, and Firestorm also, like the same as Mister Miracle, just a great color scheme, great costume. Yeah, yellow
1: like and the, red. It, ye- it's, it's yellow, fa- red. Yeah, yellow red. Yeah, fascinating chest piece. Like, his, oh yeah, it's not centered; it's off center, <clears throat> and it looks awesome. I, I yeah, I I dig his costume quite a bit. Yeah but i think we talked enough about adam strange you want to talk about detective
0: yeah yep uh, uh d-
1: this was detective at least i read 998 through one a thousand and three i think
0: <laughs> okay um so i um i just started at a thousand
1: okay
0: I've, I've i've read the previous ones obviously but yeah, yeah i just for this, I, I read a thousand, and then a thousand and one, and a thousand and two. I don't have three yet.
1: Okay, we'll we'll stop there. There there is a reveal in three.
2: Okay. Uh,
1: that I won't talk about, but it it was very interesting. Um, nine ninety eight through 999, nine ninety nine. I'll just cover because we haven't covered those yet. Um. Yeah. Uh, just just at a high level. I thought it was a phenomenal, like, story. Um, it it turned out to be, like, you had this, like, death of Leslie, attack of Alfred. You had this mm-hmm. creature that was killing all of Bruce's old uh, training people. That's kind of where we left off. Well, this one, he has a run-in with Jason Blood. Like, he, he teams up with Jason Blood to find him to fight a monster. And uh, you learn that he might be going after Vic Stone's dad, which is interesting because he trained Batman, which I thought mm. was fascinating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, I don't think that's ever been explored, a, a link to Batman and Cyborg. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and then it, it flips the switch, which I thought was amazing because he's like at You Go Strange and he's like, you... You did this! You did th- You know, you you bring my mom and dad back and you kill them and all this kind of crap. And he's like, I did nothing. You know, I have these tubes over here. <laughs> <And> I, <laughs> I did none of this. So he kind of like punches him out and leaves. And, and then he has this final like weird scene where he fights himself as a kid and ends up burying Bruce Wayne. And you're like, what the hell is going on? And it turns out, like, he's in a tube, and he's trying to train himself, and he he did this. Like, Leslie's not really dead. You know, none of this really happened, but it was told in such a way that he was trying to train himself. Yeah. And he goes in this tube every year on the anniversary of his parents' death to sort of live his worst fears, like, and fight through it. Mm-hmm. And then, and then you have Alfred and you know Damien. <laughs> him. Yeah. I I thought it was fascinating. I didn't I yeah, didn't think cool. of it like as a cheap ending or anything. I thought that was that was very interesting. And I was glad that Leslie wasn't dead. <laughs> and yeah. some of the people yeah. hadn't gone through what they had gone through, but it was so intense to to think that it did.
2: Hmm.
0: Yeah, I've enjoyed uh, I've enjoyed all of uh, Tomasi's stuff so far.
1: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So that gets us to the big anniversary issue.
2: Mhm.
0: This uh, I so I on this one I read the like the I got through the first two and I was like, "Okay, those are good." And then I kept reading and i thought it got pretty weak towards the end
1: wow i agree a hundred percent
0: um i
1: I actually think it almost decreased as i read like
0: yeah yeah i would agree
1: to me Um, to me the first stories felt like oh they this has like incredible value Um, yeah like it felt more like an issue 1000 and then the rest of the stories they felt like an annual like stories that you would find like three stories in an annual
0: Yeah and, and the
1: biggest disappointment for me I'll I'll tell you right now is the Warren Ellis one and I love Warren Ellis I I just yeah. like what is this
0: Um let's see I'm See if I remember that one. Oh, so that's where the yeah the hench the uh, the thugs are in the warehouse and yeah. he takes each one of them out. Um, uh, let's see. Yeah, it was. Uh, <clears throat> there, yeah, there really wasn't like I didn't really, I couldn't really find the point of it. You know, it was it was like. Just him taking these guys out in a warehouse and then the last guy just kind of gives up. Mm-hmm. Um
1: Did that feel like a issue one thousand story? It just it,
0: Yeah, no, not really. Um
1: And then and then you got the Danny O'Neill one and Steve <coughs> Epting, two really great creators.
0: Yeah, the and, um I The it, it's uh, sort, Leslie Tompkins yeah, one.
1: Yeah, it threw me off because Leslie Tompkins looked like she was at May. Was,
0: yeah, and she was just like she ended up being pissed at Bruce. Yeah. <clears throat>
1: when he tried to when these guys tried to like rob them. Yeah. And then you got the Neil Adams. The artwork was all good. <clears throat> I have no complaints about the Artists oh yeah, that that yeah. Did, did this book. It it looked phenomenal.
0: Neil Adams and Priest.
1: Yeah, the Penguin story was sort of weird, and Penguin's one of my favorite villains. But I
0: <laughs> that one was interesting. It, uh, it, was, it was
1: interesting, but how I didn't get like towards the end when he's like trying to explain why he didn't reveal it. I I don't quite understand.
0: Um,
1: because he knew early on, and and this makes total yeah. sense for him. Because Oswald Cobblepot, I mean, say what you will, but he's a very smart man. Yeah. Like he, he's he's dealt with people like Luther and Bruce a lot, and has managed to stay in business in the Iceberg Lounge. Mm-hmm. Like he he's not a stupid man. Um, yeah. So it would make sense that he would find out his identity.
0: So to me, it kind of seemed like he 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 wanted to know and not have Bruce know that he knew, so he could just kind of have that one up on him. Mm-hmm. Um, that's at least kind of how I how took you got it. it. Yeah,
1: because when the when he tells them they're really old. <laughs> I mean, Bruce is in a wheelchair. <laughs> Yeah. Penguin's still walking, but he looks like Ben Franklin. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> and and Bruce takes it away from him at the end. He's like he's like, I knew you knew Oswald. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh. The other one that I found was weird because Jeff Johns usually pulls like this historical type spin to something. Like yeah, I thought that. it I, I like I thought his like Superman uh action comics was awesome because he went back to the original um, right. action comics number one, you know, like right. Superman. Was,
0: was that the one with the car?
1: Yeah, with the car and the yeah. villain. I was like that's now that's a like a story that's paying uh Respect to a thousand issues of the comic book. And right. then this one was just... This one was just really weird.
0: It was weird. It was... Yeah. It, About this the is Joker wh-
1: dying and the son of the Joker and...
0: But he really... He just killed himself too. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. That was weird. I was... As I got to this story, I was really excited to see him with uh, Kelly Jones art. Yeah, I thought be awesome because it it really it really took me back to like Nightfall, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But it yeah, it just was it,
1: a strange story for Jeff Johns in, in in a anniversary issue.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: And at this time, it looks like. Uh, Catwoman and Batman had a kid too.
0: Yeah, and they. Echo. Yeah, because they're all older in this.
1: Uh...
0: Yeah. And Damien's older.
1: Yeah. It was. It was okay. I, I. I just didn't think it was like anniversary, like a thousand worthy.
0: Yeah, I agree. It was odd. Um,
1: Even Tinian's story with the Titans, like Dick Grayson, didn't seem to hit the right notes for me.
0: Yeah, trying to remember what that one was. Um, oh, that so that was <clears throat> that was when he brought Dick in. Um. Yeah. I probably my favorite um when I read through it uh initially my favorite which really surprised me was probably the Kevin Smith one.
1: I, I have to, I have to give it to that one too. And the the reason is the first story I just had one pet peeve with other than that, I thought it was, like, perfect.
2: Yeah. And,
1: like, I love how Snyder was having these, like, yearly mysteries. Because this is Detective Comics.
0: Yeah, that was he's, cool.
1: He's trying to find out this, this you know, mystery. And mm-hmm. I, I like the fact that he's doing it. And then he gets to, like, this detective guild.
2: The yeah. Guild
1: The Guild of Detectives. Oh, that's fascinating. Mm-hmm. But... When I looked at the Guild of Detectives, that's what <laughs> blew, blew me away because I'm like, there is no way in hell Hawkman and Hawkgirl would be better than Batman in this Guild of Detectives. Why would they be there first? Like, yeah. I could see Detective Chimp because in my mind, Detective Chimp is the detective. And even mm-hmm. Sam Bradley, because he, he was around in Detective before... Batman. So, mm-hmm. and then, and then you got Elongated Man. He's legit, but is he legit before Batman? Like, yeah, like just it, it's the the only thing I thought it was a perfect story except for the precedence of who was in it.
2: Right. Yeah.
1: Like I could see Batman being a founding guy of this organization, way ahead of Hawkman, Hawk Girl, Martian Manhunter. Um... Sue and Ralph Dibny, uh, the question mm-hmm. was there. Um, Sam Bra- Slam Bradley, um, yeah, who, who was in Detective? I think even before Batman was. So, so I I can buy that Slam Bradley and Detective Chimp. I'll even say elongated man, but might be be there coincidentally before Batman. But some of the others, I just. And the question's more mysterious and more of an enigma than than a detective. Yeah. He's more like the Trinity well, of Sin and like, why is this going on? And he wasn't like the best detective. And
0: Well, and he was kind of a... He was kind of a detective out of necessity too because of... Uh,
1: Hub City, trying
0: trying to clean up Hub City. Yeah, yeah. Hub
1: City was <laughs> when I read the question by Dennis O'Neill. I was like, Hub City's worse worse than Gotham as far oh, as yeah. cor- corruption. There, there, <laughs> there, was nobody that had a soul. Nobody over
0: there. was good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it
1: was awful. Yeah. But like this was a perfect issue, and I except for. Like, why is he there now? Like, that's the only thing that was weird to me.
0: Yeah, and I couldn't... Uh, I was trying to find... I'm pretty sure there's a part in here where he asked why... Um, He asked why it took so long for them to... uh, Like, induct him or whatever. I can't find it now, though.
1: Yeah, it's in there.
0: Um. Yeah.
1: I need to know why are you just inducting me now? And he says, ha, you think you're old? You think you're up there? Open uh, a yeah. case, any case, and take a look. I think you'll see that, buddy. You're always only at the very beginning.
0: Yeah, so I mean, I think that kind of makes sense for Hawkman and Hawk Girl because they they are
2: older. St-
0: they're ancient. Yeah, I yeah. mean, they've been around forever. Um, so that kind of makes sense with them. Uh, but yeah, I I thought this was a good story too. Um,
1: this this was really good. Plus, I would like the I would like to see something come out of this. Do you know what I mean? I would like to see the Guild of Detectives more. Yeah,
0: like, yeah, that I I cool. I
1: could see this having like a good four to six issue arc with some kind of mystery where these guys have to solve it.
0: Yeah, that would be Cause cool. Because when Batman
1: teams up with Detective Chimp, I God, I just love it. Like I <laughs> I, I love it. And then you if you threw in Elongated Man
0: mm-hmm.
1: and Sue, I mean that.
0: Yeah, that'd be that cool. That would just
1: blow my mind.
0: Yeah, it'd be cool to see a, a little mini-series with, with, uh, with all these characters working together.
1: Yeah. And Kapulu drew... God, he drew good in that. I really liked, especially the splash where they're all at the... Welcome to the guild.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's a great page.
1: <laughs> He's even saying, like... Who are you? And Carter Kendra John Detective Show <laughs> I don't understand what this some elaborate game or waste of my time.
2: <laughs>
1: and he's like, "Oh, I'm Detective Slam Bradley." <laughs> <laughs> so I guess you I could buy it if you look in terms of time. But um I don't Yeah. Know. <laughs> the, the the kevin smith was by far my favorite though and i i, I was surprised by that i didn't think kevin smith i was yeah my favorite. i was
0: yeah because it, it doesn't say who wrote it until the the last page yeah because uh, i read through it and i was like wow that was good and yeah because i'm not i'm not normally a huge fan of his writing
1: i i do like his writing um quite a bit i'm a big fan of his daredevil and a big fan of his green arrow um he wrote green arrow and i i I understand why people didn't like his his batman with walt flanagan but i really did like (laughs) and that's because it. it, it had what's her name in it uh God I can't even think of her name now the one the the woman with the white hair that was his love interest i
2: oh, I absolutely um, adore
1: her like um she's one of my favorite Batman love interests ever. I can't think of her name now, but um, yeah, this was really good because it's him going through this ordeal of trying to track down the gun that killed his parents, yeah. And I like what he turned it into. Mm -hmm. Alfred thought, hey, you're putting this as a museum piece? And he didn't. He he melted it down and put it in his chest, like a chest piece.
0: He put it it right under the bat symbol. Yeah, under the bat symbol. So it's like,
1: it's something there to protect him. And also why he is what he is. So I I, I don't know, it's got like multiple meanings for it being there.
0: Yep, yep. It's symbolic as uh I mean that that pretty much is the bat symbol is the murder of his parents.
1: Yeah. I kinda like the Deanie one just because
0: it it, was fun. it It was it was
1: fun, it was humorous, but I don't know if it's an issue thousand. Uh, yeah. worthy because the, they invented this character <laughs> uh, Newt Brody and the thing that's fascinating by him is because you yeah you have matches Malone uh f, you know for for Bruce and Batman right but this is a character that all the characters have used like and All he's of just... the sidekicks and everybody has used this, <laughs> have used him as a disguise to infiltrate villains. And he's
0: just he's just so incompetent that yeah. they use him to sabotage. That's right. Sabotage these uh, different heists. <laughs> yeah,
1: and that's why I like that one.
0: Yeah, that was that was pretty. Uh, it was a pretty is a pretty good idea. <clears throat>
1: So those were actually my top 3 stories were the top 3 stories. <laughs> I mean,
0: yeah, I I would agree. That's the way I felt too.
1: And then there's the Tom King one and that you know, that one was good. I I the thing I didn't like about it was the cap- too many caption boxes and who who's really talking. Yeah, if I read it yeah. twice, I can I... I can figure out who's saying what, but it was kind of annoying. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's that's the way I felt too. I couldn't figure out who was talking, so just reading it all through, it just all kind of blended together.
1: Yeah. You can kind of get like when Dick is talking, like it's pretty clear.
0: Yeah, certain things will, certain boxes stood out as different characters. Yeah,
1: but it would alternate like constantly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's almost like you have to be in Tom King's mind. And I, I know Daryl will argue with it, but I, uh, I truly believe it's a weird, weird way of telling a story.
0: I do like the, I like the whole overall idea of the story, though. Like he, I do, He, call, yeah. he calls them all together, and they have no idea why, and um, they're like worried about something, and he just wants them to take a family picture.
1: Yeah, and put it on <laughs> uh, the grave yeah by his father yeah so um yeah i I like the concept it's it's just sort of the execution, trying to uh especially that one page where he's at the Wayne Memorial, and man, it's like bang 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 bang, bang, up all the way vertically down, and you even yeah. have uh <laughs> um the dog barking in one page yeah I knew who that was, I knew his ace, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, You have, you know, I was Batman, so you know that's Dick. Uh, but y- y- there's, like, yeses and what, why, and, like, well, who's saying that?
0: They could have, really. Who's saying Ace
1: gets it? Like, is that yeah. Damien? Uh, I mean.
0: <laughs> and they could have just colored the boxes, you that's know.
1: That's exactly what. Y-
0: just you could have had them. Robin
1: being red, yellow, or some. You know, I don't know.
0: Right, Nightwing be that blue color. Yeah, Red Hood or, or be they the done, red. They, they,
1: they've done it in the past where it actually has the symbol in like the left hand corner. If you right. want to do something like that, yeah, if like you could have a Red Hood for Red Hood, you know, for Jason and yeah, Nightwing have some, you know, that dark blue and black.
2: Hmm.
0: Yeah, that would have helped a lot. Um, Cause I mean, there there is there is some good banter there, but again, yeah. like it's just it's so hard to decipher who's saying what.
1: So it might even be like a decision of the letter. I don't know. It you could know, have been. It could, yeah. have, it could have been. Cause who knows what the script looked like.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: I don't I I don't know. That's the part I didn't like. Other than that, it was decent. I yeah. I enjoyed it. It it's pretty much just one page that that really threw me for, one one and a half pages of captions mm-hmm. that sort of threw me for a ringer.
0: Yeah. And I usually I usually give these short stories a lot more um, leeway, a lot more leeway. Yeah. Because they're obviously it's harder to write a a short story like this, you know, in six pages or whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, So they, they have to take certain liberties. Um, But then the last story, the uh, Peter Tomasi is really just, um,
1: Setting the stage it, for Arkham Knight, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's it's almost kind of like uh, narration.
1: I'm not a fan of that when it's a hundred percent. That.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a fan of that either because it's not really you. It's not really u- utilizing what comics are for. You yeah.
1: know. And it the the other thing I didn't like about it is it was more like a poster. Um, story.
0: Mm-hmm. It's like a bunch of pin-ups instead with of being a, like a, real com-
1: a real comic.
0: Right, yeah.
1: But I do like Monkey um, a lot. Yeah. And I like the writer a lot. I just didn't care for a bunch of posters with captions. I Just just mm-hmm. the way it was told.
0: Yeah.
1: But that leads us into uh, the detective one thousand one and one thousand two. Mm-hmm. Can you can you refresh my memory where it left off so I I don't spoil one thousand three. Yeah, so
0: let me look. So one thousand two is Damien was diving yeah. uh, to go retrieve um to retrieve a piece of a a weapon. Uh, I think the bomb or whatever that.
1: Yeah, that uh, it, was like put, it a, put out that light, or uh, yeah, it was
0: like a light bomb or something. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, they think it's related to killing all those bats too. I think.
0: Yeah. Like so Damien was diving.
1: Something. Yeah.
0: He was diving in the river to retrieve a piece of it, and he got attacked by uh, Ar- the Arkham Knights group, and uh, they took him out, and they. Uh, so Arkham Knight has him, um, has him captive and let's see. Uh, then so Damien Damien makes an escape attempt and then he comes up out of this grate and uh, Arkham Knight's waiting for him and he takes off his helmet. and you don't see who uh, who he is. So I would assume that's the reveal in 1003 is who Arkham Knight is. Yeah. So that's how 1002 ended. Um,
1: With him escaping, and, right?
0: Well, he's he didn't quite escape. He 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 escaped out of his cell, but then Arkham Knight was waiting for him.
1: Yeah, but she let him yeah. go.
0: Okay. Well, it didn't it doesn't get Oh, it get didn't to get there. Part. Okay. Yeah. Crap. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so so Arkham... one, one I'll, I'll, we'll say this, a lot of shit happens in 1003. Yeah. Because what if 1002 was him getting captured, 1001 was Batman getting his ass kicked. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cuz cuz there's like this cult that Arkham Knight has and they're Kinda of like ninjas or you know, the ninja type fighters, they have bows and arrows and they mm-hmm. sort of shoot him all up. And the arrowheads are interesting because it kind of has some knowledge of his armor piercing suit.
0: So I think he said it was made out of the same stuff as his suit. Yeah. Yeah, which is cool. And yeah, he is just he's loaded full of arrows. He is. Um, but uh, this the, so the Arkham Knight group, I guess they. At least my impression is that they they kind of want to do what Batman's doing. They want to make Gotham a better place, but they don't agree with how Batman's doing it. Yeah, that's that's my impression at least from these two issues.
1: He's more harm than good. He's the reason that they're the way they. The, the situation that Gotham is in is because of Batman. Yeah. Um, And I I guess the other interesting to point out is it starts off with them killing a bunch of bats. Mm-hmm. And um, all the bats in the cave and all the bats down... Like, Commissioner Gordon's like, We've got a whole bunch of bats here we need to collect. And Batman's trying to figure out, you know, why these bats are dying and can't. And he goes to visit... um. Langstrom's wife Kirk Langstrom's wife I can't remember her name
0: uh, uh,
1: Marlene Francine Francine, Francine.
0: Um,
1: and yeah. she she the continuity of man-bat is always something to, that that confuses the hell out of me but she's been a man-bat herself As a matter of fact they've had a man-bat kid if you if you really want to get into it their kids have been actual bats and Francine's kid kid bit, bats. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> one of them looks human, the other one looks like a bat that can't change. Um but Francine is him and even died in like pre-52. Hmm. Um I can't remember who murdered his family. They murdered all of Kirk's family. Um except I think maybe one of the kids survived. Uh, I just read that Man Bat. Uh, I can't remember if it was the Arkham Asylum one or the the. There was hmm. another Man Bat one that came out. Yeah. But um, uh, Francine wants to find her husband because of what's happening with the bats. So she injects the serum in her, and Batman's like, "Holy crap! If she turns <laughs> into a bat, she could die, because all these bats are dying." So yeah. he he works hard to turn her back into human, and he he manages to save her uh before she dies and then then later on that's when he's attacked uh pretty bad, and then mm-hmm. almost dies like uh isn't Commissioner Gordon get him into the the Batmobile to get away
0: yeah and he he tells the Batmobile to drive yeah. drive off with him, get him home.
1: And it obeys him, okay. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of interesting.
0: It, yeah, it must it must have that contingency plan to if Batman's unable to speak or whatever.
1: Well you gotta also remember that in New Fifty Two Continuity that Commissioner Gordon was Batman.
0: That's right, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. So uh,
1: uh Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I I I like Brad Walker's art. Like I have oh, always yeah. liked his art. I th- I've always thought it was really good.
0: He's yeah, I really like him on this on this book. I he definitely needs to stay. Looks amazing.
1: Yeah, I I enjoyed I enjoyed the these issues uh quite a bit. Uh, I think you'll enjoy the next issue too, because it makes I think it makes me it made me like the other two issues more. Yeah, but I like Langstrom too. You throw in Man Bat, and I'm I'm already mm-hmm. biased. I I like all those Man Bat stories quite quite a bit. So I was glad yeah. that and and they even referenced continuity. They said you know Kirk is you know where's Kirk and he, he's oh he's up Justice in League. he's up in space with the Justice League, so yeah, he should be fine. He's not in Gotham.
0: So, yeah. That's cool.
1: Yeah. I like when they do that. I like when they did it back in the day, like with this Adam Strange and the Green Lantern and the JLA though. I knew exactly where to go. <laughs> I was like mm-hmm. it's a, it's fun that way. Well, because you can yeah, stop it... reading right there and then say, Oh, this happened in this title, well I'll just pull up the D C Universe app and reread that.
0: Yeah. It just add, it just adds a little bit more to the story, I think, mm-hmm. and it 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 shows it kind of shows that the writers is, is doing their homework and paying attention to what else is going on.
1: Yeah, which is cool. I like Tomasi too.
0: Oh yeah, his yeah. Write, he's his
1: writing always works for me. Like yeah, just the way he writes comics, I just enjoy. It in general, so yeah. This this it gets a thumbs up, but it so far it's not as is like good as what when we were reading like before a thousand. Like each mm-hmm. one of those issues, my mind was blown. <laughs> yeah. I, didn't, I was like, oh, this person's dying. This is dead. And I I like the way it sort of ended because it had this weird ending where like he's bearing himself, like he's almost saying, well, I, in order to succeed, I need to kill bruce i i can't be bruce anymore so yeah i mean whether that's true or not and it was more symbolic because he's in that tube um, Mm -hmm. it's kind of impactful and it says a lot
0: yeah it's it's kind
1: of his humanity that's what it's saying
0: exactly it's it's to be to be better he has to be more than just Bruce Mm -hmm. more than just a man he has to be actually become Batman yeah yeah
1: well that 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 sort of wraps up the books we were covering with a lot of Marvel talk and a lot of uh (laughs) uh Ruffles Ruffles (laughs) talk yeah (laughs) yeah I'm going to title it Ran and Ruffles. Nice. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Ran and Ruffles.
1: (laughs) So uh, I guess uh, I'll pick something now because you got the Adam Strange. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think they have the Manhunter stuff on there now.
0: They do. So I
1: want to go with the first four issues of Manhunter.
0: Okay, and is this the um, the this Ostrander? The
1: Kate, this is the Kate Spencer Manhunter.
0: Oh, Kate Spencer. Okay. Yeah, the female. Um, okay.
1: Uh, let's see who did that. Uh, and Draco. Yeah. I think they have them. I'm pretty sure they I do. Checked.
0: They do. Um, I remember looking at it. Um. Okay, so looking at it now so yeah, it's actually,
1: actually volume 4 of Manhunter so
0: 2004 um, yep. yeah okay cool first four issues I'll add those to my reading list
1: that takes us to the identity crisis uh, um, issue
0: oops oh oh yeah
1: there's an Interesting. Crisis Hawk Hawkman is uh, tie-in. Would you be okay if we read to five?
0: Yeah, we can do that. I've never read that this tie-in. Is, this, this is this
1: uh, is a this is a little less reading than it's probably the same amount of pages because Adam Strange was like forty-eight that was pages or yeah per issue.
0: Yeah, this and... is like twenty-two. It'll be interesting to see how that ties into identity crisis. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember
1: that issue. That's why I want to cover it. Yeah. I'm. I'll be really curious how how you feel about this book, Um, because it. I don't know. It just.
0: So I think I've read the. I think I've read when she was a backup.
1: Yeah, she was in... Um
0: Was it 52? It was something like that, where she was a backup.
1: I know she had a backup, but I thought it was Detective or something. like.
0: Maybe it was Detective. Um, was it the Snyder Detective?
1: I don't remember. Um, I'd have to look up like Kate Spencer Manhunter.
0: Yeah, I I know I know I've read the backup, but yeah, and it I just can't remember what it was a backup for. Hmm.
1: But you are are totally right. Let's see if this tells us, um, her appearances, manhunter, da 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 da. Um. I can't see the uh, the backup, but I know what you're talking about because she was clearly a backup, like an eight-page backup and something. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So that'll be the choice for the the older retro book, but what do you want to do for the?
0: So, do you want to? Do you want to get caught up on uh, Young Justice and Naomi?
1: Yeah, we can do that.
0: Um,
1: Naomi. Let's see. And then I think the next one we should get caught up on Superman yeah because of the Leviathan thing starting
0: yep yeah that'll be good,
1: so we'll just continue where we left off on young justice, which would probably give us two three issues, and uh Naomi didn't we just cover number one? So I think we just
0: covered number two, two, three, one of
1: four. Um, I think
0: we only covered number one of young justice also,
1: right, so we'll probably have like six issues there, which would yeah. give us a total of uh 12 17 <laughs>
0: Yeah, so it better get like started. That. Yeah, <laughs> the those newer ones will be
1: quick Oh no, reads it's not though. that much. Sure. That's it'll be 11 because I think Young Justice is only like 3 or 4. And Naomi's 3 or 4 and you always are one less than me usually. Right. Yeah. Yep. Because you're getting monthly shipments, so. Yeah. Yep. If if you get a chance um, estimate like where you'll be with those books, so I don't pass it. Like, oh, okay. Uh, um, like, 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 say Naomi, two well, through so, four, or Young Justice two through four.
0: Well, four. let me. So I've got my sh- I've got my shipments up. Oh, let me pull my shipments up here for okay. DCBS. Um, the okay here's so the latest shipment um, let's see Lost my lost my page here. Um So I'll
1: It's probably like two through four for Naomi.
0: Yeah, yeah it looks like it'll be four for Naomi and uh four Five for Young, Young
1: Justice? Justice, yeah. Okay, so yep. it'd be two through five. Okay.
0: So two through four, two through five, and then Manhunter.
1: I find these comics easier, like uh, faster reads. Anyway, the more, the later we go in time, the faster it is to read a comic.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Like yeah. if I go back and read this retro stuff, it takes a lot longer. They put it more does, words yeah. and they t- told more story, I think. They weren't as decompressed.
0: Yeah, the Adam Strange ones were... There was a lot to those. I yeah. mean, those were...
1: The art big, was amazing, too, because it. his art looked so much like his father's at this point in time.
0: And it was it was both Kubert's doing it, too.
1: Oh, was he inking it?
0: Or was um, it, it was, Adam and... It was Adam and Andy. Oh, so they looked yeah. like
1: their father. Yeah. 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 Combined. <laughs> so one was mm-hmm. inking the other?
0: I I, I guess so, yeah. yeah. I just remember seeing both names mm.
1: uh
0: for the art. I think Adam was probably drawing or penciling.
1: I, I I'm amazed at how much it looks like
0: Oh, yeah, it it does. And, I mean, it kind of makes sense because I'm sure he he taught them young, you know.
1: Yeah. Wow, he also did the colors. That's pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. Well, they did graduate from his school, so, you know, it took took all of his classes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Their,
1: their their art style is distinctively different now. I mean it. You can kind of see their style, but it's not as as much as their father's right now. It's like their own. Yeah, it's more modern. I think they now. went. I think they went and did their own thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I like when they draw like their father though.
1: Yeah, so do I. That's good. <laughs> All right, so we'll we'll wrap this one up. Oh, well, one other thing I wanted to do is the contest. We only had oh, one yeah. entry, but we have a winner. Um, oh, Kirk Spencer drew a picture of Sergeant Rock looking over his own grave, <laughs> and uh, so he he won. The way to win the contest is they just had to retweet the episode and draw something. It didn't have to be good, and mm-hmm. Kirk drew Sergeant Rock because that's. That's his thing. So uh, I'll be sending out, I think, six. I can't remember if it's six. It's five or six Batman black and white uh, figures to him real soon. Probably over the Memorial Day weekend. Like I'll package it on Saturday and then ship it out on Tuesday or something like that. Mm -hmm. So uh, if you're listening, Kirk, congratulations and thanks for uh, playing the game
0: yep i saw yeah. i saw the picture too it was good
1: yeah so very inventive
0: <laughs> yeah yep.
1: so uh i already got his address i i did it right before the show and uh you'll probably get your stuff in two weeks ish um because i won't get to it till next week but um You can reach us at uh, DCNoisePodcast.com. On Facebook, it's the same uh, DC Noise Podcast. Click the Like button. On Twitter, I am at Mike Myers Brunch, and Kyle is KPettit5. Yep. And um, I think that's about it. And then next, just to summarize, we'll be covering Manhunter, uh, the Kate Spencer years, 1 through 5, Young Justice, two through five, and Naomi, two through four. So yep. um, that's, the, that's the plan. Perfect. And uh, thanks for uh, all the rambling. A lot, yeah. a lot of, a, <laughs> a lot of uh, crazy talk at the beginning, but yep. uh, it was fun.
0: I'm all for it, yeah. Yeah,
1: you had the uh, – it's it's funny that we both ate the chips. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm a
1: – And you're yeah, a fan like of it, I'm so. <laughs>
0: I'm a fan of all the different flavors, so, Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
1: so hopefully you'll some year be able to go to Heroes Con because then you can have that type of barbecue. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. The authentic stuff. Yeah, the authentic
1: stuff. All right, well you have a good week. Yeah, you too, Mike. uh, I don't know if you get Memorial Day off, but at least you'll have a short week coming up if you do.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to check. I don't... Uh, For some reason, I don't think I do.
1: I do, um, but uh, me and Barb do. But
2: interesting
1: enough, we got a new door being replaced that day, and we're like, why are you replacing a door on a holiday? (laughs) And uh, they said, yeah, we work during the holiday. So I'm like, well, that's cool because I don't have to um, come here and take, take a half day for that to happen.
0: Yeah, take off work.
1: Yeah. So now I get to do it on the holiday. There That's you go. While they're fixing the door, I'll be uh, packaging Kirk's uh, package.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. Yep. All right. You have a good one. Thanks. Cool.
0: Yeah, you too, Mike. Bye. Bye.